Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're building a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about the imposter syndrome, and you may be a little bit familiar with it, or this may be a new concept for you. So if you have ever felt like, why am I in this position? How did I get this power or authority or do they really trust me to do this? You may have been uh, suffering from imposter syndrome. So stick around. Let's explore this a little bit more. If you've been following along with this podcast for a while, you probably remember that I've been in professional leadership roles with my professional regional association. And I remember vividly thinking one December or January day when I was working on association work, holy crap, what did I get myself into? And why did they elect me to this role? Well, I didn't realize then, but I do now, hindsight, that imposter syndrome was thick and ever-present in the role that I was taking on. Leading an association is no joke, and many leadership positions are similar in responsibility, in authority, and in the expectations that others have for you. So we're going to dive into imposter syndrome a little bit more. So This is something that absolutely can play out in both men and women. It is most common in women. And as Crystal Ray Pohl in a Healthline article suggests, women tend to go through imposter syndrome just a little bit more than men. Um, You might find that you're working harder, holding yourself to higher expectations or higher standards, or maybe even striving for perfectionism. Um, And again, if you want to listen to a great episode on perfectionism, head on over to episode two. But, you know, anywhere from nine to 82% of people can experience this. Now, that's a huge range, right? So that is... um, impactful to me as I think about those numbers in that some scenarios it is a lower percentage and in some scenarios it's a higher percentage. Does that have to do with gender or sex? Maybe uh, that didn't get broken down in this article at all. But I think that it's important to know that the wide range um, means that you can come in and out. For me, that means you can come in and out of this imposter syndrome. You may have been doing some work, maybe it's your professional work or maybe it's volunteer work for, you know, years and never felt imposter syndrome. And then you get asked to take on a bigger project. You get asked to take on a bigger uh, leadership role, whether that is a promotion or a voluntary thing. And then all of a sudden you start questioning yourself. You start questioning why you were put in this position. And that, my friends, is the imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome? Good question. Good question. So it's really that conflict of self-perception versus how others perceive you, right? So if you are in let's say a leadership role, for example, 
whether again that's a paid position or that's a volunteer position you uh were put there for a reason you were either elected into the position appointed into the position you were um promoted into the position because of your skill set your potential your current workload um your successes and what you're already doing so folks perceive you as a very competent capable and um, excellent leader. And you may be thinking, I'm not, right? You might be questioning yourself. It might be a different type of leadership style that you have to take on. And so your self-perception may be one of those pieces that you um, are second-guessing and giving you sort of that imposter syndrome. So uh, in in her article, Crystal Raypole um, talks about some competency types. And um, some ones that really resonated for me and I, I think will probably resonate for you as a listener. So some of the ones she talked about were perfectionists, right? And we already know about perfectionists. We know about um, the desire to, to make everything perfect. We also, hopefully, if you've listened to my episode too, ha- uh, can remember that perfectionism is momentary. It is not a status we are trying to get to. It is not something that we're always trying to um, to achieve. Um, you know, certainly we can try and achieve a perfectionism, but we're not going to hit it every time. And we'll go back to that baseball reference, right? So um, perfect games are few and far between. And there's a reason for that because they are moments in time. Um, Another competency type she talks about is the natural genius or the soloist, right? Soloist is someone who likes to do things on their own. Um, you know, if if you want to do something right, do it yourself, right? Sort of that mentality of, of it. So uh, that is one that she talked about. Um, being an expert, sometimes it's hard to realize that we're an expert in things, right? I'm the expert in how to run my house. I'm an expert in um, the job that I've been hired to do at my institution. I am the expert on me and how I function. And so, you know, I I like to think that I'm an expert on, um, some women's topics. I've got a podcast. That doesn't make me an expert, but I like to believe that there are some skill sets there. So I think that those are some of the things that we need to think about in terms of um, the desire to be an expert and the already existing expert within you and how that plays into your imposter syndrome. Um, Another one she talked about was the superhero. So uh, so you want to, I did a, a presentation on this, oh gosh, several years ago at, um, uh, a conference and it talked about being Wonder Woman, right? And what does that mean? And how do you put on your cape and your cape is, um, tethered and frayed at the end because you're going all in all the time for everyone. Uh, and, and then, you know, what happens when, uh, you get a blip? right? Um, Think about your favorite superhero movie, right? I'm a Marvel fan. Love me some Marvel. Um, My favorite, thank you for asking, is Iron Man. I think he's hilarious and love you 3000. You're welcome for all the Marvel fans out there. Um, But, you know, every superhero movie that we see, I think about Spider-Man, not like the current Spider-Mans. Let's talk about the Spider-Mans from like early 2000s. Yes, um, with Tobey Maguire, 
but but all of your superhero movies, I digress, um, are going to have that time when the superhero fails. The superhero has to do some soul searching and some reflecting about um, what makes them a superhero and how they can help and be great again. And so, you know, I like to believe that some of that is the imposter syndrome, right? Like, who am I to be saving the world um, as fill in your favorite superhero person. So those are some of the um, the competency, competency types that Crystal Raypool um, talks about. So, you know, what are some ways to deal with it? I'm, I'm so glad you asked that question because I always like to give you some tips to take with you. So first and foremost, um, acknowledge your feelings, right? Acknowledge that you're feeling like maybe you're failing. That is hard. That is really hard to say, gosh, I feel like I'm failing. I feel like I can't do it right. I feel like um, those are some really hard things to do. So acknowledging it to yourself is really important. Um, Taking a moment to step back and say like, I'm struggling here and I need to figure out how to kind of right size or um, get in front of this a little bit. Making sure you're building connections, right? I, I'm hopeful and, and aspirational for us to build a community where we do have others where we can go and say, wow, I feel really silly. I'm in this role and I have no clue how I'm going to lead this meeting, um, execute this initiative, whatever those things might be. Um, but building that connection or building those those folks who are um, in your corner, who are your cheerleaders, who are your hype squad, maybe even. And, um, you know, getting getting some opportunity to say it out loud, to, um, to express how you're feeling, to verbalize, to think through how to move forward in some of those ways that are maybe holding you back. So building some of those connections. Challenge your doubts, right? So I know I have shared in previous episodes about um, some apps that I love to use. The I Am app. It's free. It doesn't look like it's free, but it's free. Um, And I get, gosh, probably 10 uh, alerts every day with amazing different um, uh, affirmations or uh, th- things that help me remind me how awesome I am, right? I don't think that I'm an egotistical person, but dang, I do some real good work. And you should be honoring that as well because dang, you do some real good work. And I need you to know you do some really really amazing things as a human, as a professional, as a mom, if you're a mom, as a sister, if you're a sister, you do some amazing things. So challenge your doubts. Find those ways to challenge yourself and remind yourself that you can and will and are doing incredible things because you know what? You're a badass. So go on and say that to yourself and push those doubts aside. And if you need me to help you with that, just reach out. I'm happy to be a great cheerleader. So something that's really hard to do, but another way to sort of work through your imposter syndrome that is in that moment is to stop or avoid comparing yourself to others. Dang, y'all, that's hard. That's some hard stuff. And 
I get caught up in it, right? But I'm sure others do. And that makes us human. And it makes us amazing leaders when we're able to figure out how to get past that sooner rather than later, right? Because I can only be the best me ever. That's it. I, I can't be better than somebody else. I might produce differently than someone else. I might um, be rewarded differently than someone else, but I can't ever be better than someone else because I'm not them, right? I'm only me. I can only be better than me yesterday. I can only be better than me two days ago, last month, last year. So I think that that's really important is to avoid comparing yourself to others. Something cool. I'm totally into the Olympics, y'all. I'm digging the gymnastics stuff. This is not a paid advertisement by any stretch, though if Peacock wanted to pay me, hey, I'm cool with that. But Peacock app, uh, if you don't have it on your smart TV, if you don't have it on your phone, go download it. If you're into the Olympics and uh, they got some real cool uh, Olympic shows, documentaries and stuff. I have been, as I always am, every four years, totally into the women's gymnastics because it's amazing. And these are some incredible human beings doing some incredible things with their bodies that humans just shouldn't be able to do. They're amazing women and amazing athletes. But I say all of that to say... Um, a commentator during the Olympic trials had made a comment about there is no defense in gymnastics. There's only offense. You can only be as great as you can be in that day on that apparatus in that moment. And I was like, dang, that's deep. I can take that into life, right? So so they can't compare themselves because ain't nobody going to be Simone Biles but Simone Biles, right? Uh, ain't nobody going to be Suni Lee because there ain't nobody else who's Suni Lee, right? So, so you have to think about how to get out of that comparison piece. Again, I have a podcast episode on that. I don't even know what episode number that is, y'all. I'm on 19 and I've lost track already. So, um, but, but comparison is another one that I encourage you to go and, and listen to, re-listen to, think about it in a different structure. So um, one of the things that, one of the quotes in her article as I was reading that really stood out to me was, was this one. She said, success doesn't require perfectionism. And I talked about that in episode two with the perfectionism one. And I'm just going to say it again. Success doesn't require perfectionism. So my friends, go be great. Go be you. Remember, you're at the table for a reason. You got hired for the job for a reason. You got voted or elected into this amazing opportunity for a reason. Go do amazing things that others already know you're capable of. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in that position, right? So this week, I'm done apologizing for second-guessing myself. I'm done apologizing for wanting to be an amazing human being. I'm done apologizing for trying to be a perfectionist. Go out there, do some awesome stuff. I know you're capable of it. You got this, my friend. You got this. 
Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. If you enjoy this topic and know other women who will benefit from this conversation, please pass this along to them. I would also be most appreciative if you hit the subscribe button on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to join me on Instagram at at done.apologizing. Thank you for listening, and remember, you are fabulous. You are a badass. You got this, and I'm here for you.